Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Welcome to another edition of the Literary Escape podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I have a fun show for us today. It is books set in Hollywood. And I don't know about you, but when I say, you know, we're going to escape to Hollywood, what kind of images come up? Typically for me, it's, uh, you know, stars, starlets, Hollywood movie sets, the glamour, the glitz, that kind of thing. So the books that I chose for today's episode reflect some of that. There are some old Hollywood um, where the glitz and glamour was definitely the, the thing, or at least the image. And then some new Hollywood books um, that give a little bit of a different picture of it. And I've got a lot of different genre choices for us. So sit back and uh, get ready for a fun show today. Before we jump into that, I wanted to share a story about my experience with Hollywood, which honestly, I don't have much experience with Hollywood. So I just have one story and this is it. So um, so this was back in, let me think here, the early mid eighties. And I worked for the airlines, for one of the airlines. And a couple of guys that I worked with were headed to Hollywood. And so they came up and they're like, Becky, you know, do you want to go to Hollywood with us? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to Hollywood. I had zero desire of all the places in the world to go to. Hollywood was probably not even on my list. And they're like, oh, come on, you got to go with us. And so they finally talked me into it. They'll pay for the hotel. I get to sleep in my own bed, you know, all of that. So we get to Hollywood, we get to LA and check into our hotel. It was like Hotel Hollywood or Hollywood Hotel or something like that, something very generic. And we get there, check in, get to our room and I claim my bed and they decide that they're going to go off and explore for a little while. And I wanted to take a nap. So, <laughs> so I'm napping and a little bit later they come in and they you know, Becky, Becky, you got to get up. You got to come with us. I'm like, to where? They're like, we're up at the bar. And I'm like, you got to come up there. I was like, well, why? And apparently Susan Richardson was there. And if, unless you like grew up in the eighties, you might not know who Susan Richardson is. She was in the TV show, The Waltons. And um, I didn't know who Susan Richardson was because I had not seen that show. So they had to go through the whole explanation of who Susan Richardson was and why I needed to go up and meet her. And they said, we want to meet her. So we need you to come up with us so that you meet her so that we can meet her. And so I decided to go on up with them and meet Susan Richardson. And, and I did. She was very, very nice. She was quite lovely, actually. And so we started chatting and she was just getting ready to kind of go out for a night of club hopping. And she invited myself and these two guys that I was with to go with her. And they were so excited about it. So we went out and she has a limo and her security and all of that and got probably like the B-list Hollywood club treatment, which was still a lot more than we would have ever gotten. And so it was a lot of fun. And she signed autographs for some people and stuff like that. And it was a lot of fun. 
And so we went to a few different clubs. She, I guess, did her rounds or whatever. And then she decided she was not done for the evening yet. And so she wanted us to play a game. So we went to the store, um, like a 7-Eleven or something, whatever it was in Hollywood back in those days. And we had a budget. We drew names out of a hat and we had a budget. And we had to spend like exactly that amount. And it was something ridiculous, like $3.58 or something like that. So we had to go into the 7-Eleven and buy $3.58 worth of things that reminded us of this person. And there was a group of, I don't know, maybe eight of us. And most of them were her people that we had just met, you know, in our evening out. And so it was really funny, you know, what you can, number one, what you can get in a 7-Eleven and what you can get in a 7-Eleven for, or, you know, that type of a store for $3.58 or whatever the amount was. And so we go up and, we, and it was all very secretive. And so we go up to, they take us up to the top of the Hollywood sign, you know, the big Hollywood sign. When you think of Hollywood, you know where that sign, you know, you know the sign. And so we were up on whatever mountain it was right above that and it was a beautiful night and so we all get out of this limo that we've been trucking around in and hang out on this area above the Hollywood sign and we exchange our gifts and we're hanging out telling stories and <laughs> I don't I have no idea how it happened but we were all singing kumbaya so that is my Hollywood story it's the only one I have probably the only one I will ever have it was a really fun evening. It's a fun story to share if anyone ever brings up Hollywood or meeting someone, but that's not why we're here today. So let's jump into the books that I have for you. Hollywood happens to be our destination for the month in the Literary Escape Book Club, and it is open. I have all of my Zoom Zooms open to everyone this month. So if you would like to come and discuss either of our books with us on the Zoom or just listen in, you are welcome to join us. And I will leave some links in the show notes. And our author of the month, who I will get to in a few minutes, you are welcome to join us for that. So those are all a lot of fun to listen to other people's thoughts. Even if you haven't read the book, it's a lot of fun to listen to other people's thoughts on it and um, to meet an author and hear their experience in writing whatever book it is that you've read, um, how they chose the destination, um, their characters, all of that is super interesting. So you are welcome to join us. Like I said, links will be in the show notes. And so let's jump in. So our book of the month for January with the destination of Hollywood is The Runaway Heiress by Meg Tilly. And again, if you are of a certain age like I am and grew up in the 80s, you would probably remember Meg Tilly from The Big Chill. Um, that's where I was first introduced to her. And since her Hollywood life and all of that, she has become an author. She writes some really fantastic romantic suspense stories. And so here's a little blurb on this one. Sarah Rainsford has been on the run for more than three years. She changed identities yet again in hopes of throwing her violent estranged husband, a police lieutenant, off her trail. Since she's still legally married to him and he's willing to bend any laws to get his hands on her inheritance, he'll stop at nothing to locate her. With a new name and a fake ID and fake ID papers, 
she lands a job as a personal assistant to none other than Hollywood's golden boy director, Nick Talford. He's a difficult client, but she senses hidden depths to him. Once Nick and Sarah combine forces in a desperate attempt to keep Sarah out of harm's way, they build a strong bond. But with danger trailing them, is it enough to keep them both alive? This was a lot of fun to read. What a, it was a fun story. It kept you guessing until the very end. Lots of really crazy surprises at the very end, which I love that. I love when you can't figure everything else, everything out at the beginning. Um, a book that keeps you engaged the whole way through, especially guessing right up until the end. I love that. So I highly recommend this book if you're into romantic suspense. Um, there's definite chemistry between the two, for, the two characters and a lot of fun. So The Runaway Heiress by Meg Tilly. And Meg Tilly is our author of the month. And she is the one who is going to be joining us for the author chat. It will be on January 27th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I will put a link in the show notes if you'd like to join us and meet Meg Tilly on January 27th. Our companion book of the month is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. You may have heard about this book. It has been very popular. It came out last year and it is about a an aging, reclusive Hollywood star. She was, she started in the 50s and became a huge name in Hollywood throughout her life. And her whole focus, this was a really interesting book, super different than what I was expecting going into it, but it kept me reading the whole time. And it's interesting because I don't really know if I like the character of Evelyn Hugo because she made a lot of very questionable choices, but she was a really good character. So here's the blurb on this one. Aging and reclusive Hollywood icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous, scandalous life. But when she chooses unknown magazine reporter Monique Grant for the job, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why her and why now? Monique is not exactly on the top of the world. Her husband left her and her professional life is going nowhere. Regardless of why Evelyn has selected her to write her biography, Monique is determined to use this opportunity to jumpstart jump her career. Summoned to Evelyn's luxurious apartment, Monique listens in fascination as the actress tells her story. From making her way to Los Angeles in the 1950s, to her decision to leave show business in the 1980s. And of course, the seven husbands along the way. Evelyn unspools a tale of ruthless ambition, unexpected friendship, and a great forbidden love. Monique begins to feel a very real connection with the legendary star. But as Evelyn's story nears its conclusion, it becomes clear that her life intersects with Monique's own in tragic and irreversible ways. So this is another one where at the end, there are some big surprises and it took a while to figure out why Evelyn Hugo, this legendary superstar who could have had anyone write her biography, why she chose Monique. And it's like, like the blurb says, it's kind of a life-changing for Monique to hear this story from Evelyn Hugo. So a really, really good book. If you haven't read it yet, I highly recommend it. Um, 
This is all about the old Hollywood glamour, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and um, yeah, really good, really good book. So that is our companion book of the month over in the Literary Escape Book Club. The next book that I have for you is Get Shorty by Elmer Leonard. This is probably one that you've heard of um, just because it was made into a movie and John Travolta and Danny DeVito were in the movie. Crime noir is the genre. Of course, it's set in Hollywood. And Get Shorty chronicles the over-the-top and sometimes violent Hollywood misadventures of a Florida mob loan shark who chases a deadbeat client all the way to Tinseltown and decides to stick around and make movies. So this is a, a interesting book. I've not read this one, but um, have seen pieces of the movie. Not my style, but very popular. If you're into crime noir, this is um, a fun book that you'll enjoy. So the next one is a classic, and it is The Last Tycoon by F. Scott Fitzgerald. This was the last book that F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote, and he didn't finish it. It was edited by um, renowned literary critic Edmund Wilson and was published about a year after Fitzgerald's death. This is uh, the story of a young Hollywood mogul, Monroe Starr, who was inspired by the life of boy genius Irving Thalberg. And it's an expose of the studio system, the Hollywood studio system back in its heyday. So again, if you're into classics, F. Scott Fitzgerald, this one is um, all about the Hollywood lifestyle back in its heyday. So old, old Hollywood, that's all about it. The next book is a really interesting one. I hadn't heard of this one, so I don't know. I'm curious of whether you have or not. It is called The Only Woman in the Room by Marie Benedict. And Marie Benedict has some really, really interesting stories. She seems to choose women who have led just amazingly interesting lives and are underrepresented, I guess. Um, their stories aren't told, or at least not told in a way um, to share this piece of the story. And so this one is just that. It's about a person that you've probably heard of, but it's a completely different story than you've heard before. So here's the blurb on this one. Her beauty almost certainly saved her from the rising Nazi party and led to marriage with an Austrian arms dealer. Underestimated in everything else, she overheard the Third Reich's plans while at her husband's side and understood more than anyone would guess. She devised a plan to flee in disguise from their castle and the whirlwind escape landed her in Hollywood. She became Hedy Lamarr, screen star. But she kept a secret more shocking than her heritage or her marriage. She was a scientist. And she had an idea that might help the country fight the Nazis and revolutionize modern communication, if anyone would listen to her. So Hedy Lamarr, I don't know if you've heard of her. She was um, back in, I think, the 50s. Well, I guess the war was in the 40s, so probably in the 40s. And she was definitely not known for her brains. Um, but here she is, a you know, secret agent, I guess, if you will, for the government, her adopted government, 
and devising something to fight the Nazis and her home country. So crazy. So if you want, um, it's a book about old Hollywood. It's about um, a woman whose life is way more than we've ever heard. And Marie Benedict always does a really, really good job um, sharing a story. So that one is The Only Woman in the Room by Marie Benedict. The next one I have for you is called A Touch of Stardust by Kate Alcott. This is another one that has um, some of the old Hollywood in it. And it just sounded really interesting. Um, I have not read this one yet, but it's one that is on my list to read. So if I read it, I will let you know how it goes. When Julie Crawford leaves Fort Wayne, Indiana for Hollywood, she never imagines she'll cross paths with Carol Lombard, the dazzling actress from Julie's provincial Midwestern hometown. The young woman has dreams of becoming a screenwriter, but the only job Julie's able to find is one in the studio publicity office of the notoriously demanding producer, David O. Selznick, who is busy burning through directors, writers, and money as he films Gone with the Wind. Although tensions run high on the set, Julie finds she can step onto the back lot, take in the smell of smoky gunpowder and the soft rustle of hoop skirts, and feel the magical world of Gone with the Wind come to life. Julie's access to real life magic comes when Carol Lombard hires her as an assistant and invites her into the glamorous world Carol shares with Clark Gable, who is about to move into movie history as the dashing Rhett Butler. Carol Lombard, happily profane and uninhibited, makes no secret of her relationship with Gable which poses something of a problem for the studio because Gable is technically still married and the last thing the film needs is more negative publicity. Julie is there to fend off the overly curious reporters hoping to prevent details about the affair from slipping out, but she can barely keep up with her blonde employer, let alone control what comes out of Carol's mouth. And as their friendship grows, Julie soon finds she doesn't want to. Carol both wise and funny, becomes Julie's model for breaking free of the past. In the ever-widening scope of the story, Julie is given a front row seat to not only one of the two greatest love affairs of all time, the undeniable on-screen chemistry between Scarlet and Red, and off-screen, the deepening love between Carol and Clark. Yet beneath the shiny facade, things in Hollywood are never quite what they seem. And Julie must learn to balance her career aspirations and her own budding romance with the outsized personalities and overheated drama on set. So if you want a little bit of old Hollywood for this one, Carol Lombard, Clark Gable, A Touch of Stardust by Kate Alt. My last book for you is called The Siren by Catherine St. John. It's a psychological thriller, something a little different from the others. This one is set both in Hollywood and the Caribbean. So here's the blurb on this one. In the midst of a sizzling hot summer, some, ho some of Hollywood's most notorious faces are assembled on the idyllic Caribbean island of St. Genesis to film The Siren, starring dangerously handsome megastar Cole Power playing opposite his ex-wife, Stella Rivers. The surefire blockbuster promises to entice audiences 
with its sultry storyline and intimately connected cast. Three very different women arrive on set, each with her own motive. Stella, an infamously unstable actress, is struggling to reclaim the career she lost in the wake of multiple very public breakdowns. Taylor, a fledgling producer, is anxious to work on a film she hopes will turn her career around after her last job ended in scandal. And Felicity, she's Stella's mysterious new assistant, harbors designs of her own that threaten to upend everyone's plans. With a hurricane brewing offshore, each woman finds herself trapped on the island, united against the kind of common enemy. But as deceptions come to light, misplaced trust may prove more perilous than the storm itself. So if you like a good psychological thriller, this one has pieces of the Caribbean and Hollywood in it. So go pick up The Siren by Catherine St. John. So that is my list for you if you want an escape to Hollywood, California, both old Hollywood in the heyday, new Hollywood, and probably everything in between. I've got romance, I've got psychological thrillers, and I've got classics here for you. So hopefully there's something in there that's piqued your interest and will provide you an escape. You can find all of these books in the show notes. So click on over there if you'd like and learn a little bit more about the books. And thanks for joining me today. I will see you next time on the Literary Escape Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoy books that take you on a literary escape, come join us over in my Facebook group, the Literary Escape Book Club. We'd love to have you. Come read with us. Information is in the show notes. Thanks for joining me today.